Hey, how you doing? This is JT. Yeah, Spiritual Breath Podcast 2020. Doing great things, expecting great things. This year, I, was dedica- I dedicated this, this podcast to talking about spiritual enlightenment and encouragement. I want to be able to start talking to you all from a realistic point of view. Not that sugar down, hey, this prosperity and all that. We already talked about that. You had enough preaching in 2019 for that. I'm dealing with you. For the first time in many podcasts, I don't know what others are doing, but on this podcast, I want to talk to you and I want to be as real as possible. So hopefully you can see where you are and then realize there are many people that are in the same place that you're in that are struggling, trying to understand this quote, spiritual walk. So what we're going to do is come together with different topics and and I'm going to give you the opportunity to submit some of your topics for discussion. Um, by emailing me at ApostleJTJohnson at gmail.com where I can sit back and compose these things up and create a podcast or if need be, call you up and you could be one of my special guests as we talk about some of the concerns that you have. But with that being said, I want to share with you that 2020 is going to bring plenty of opportunities for changes and new ways to advance you. But we have to be real with ourselves. So the first few that you may hear of the podcast is going to be dealing with things that that I feel that we need. So in, in my efforts to put this together, I welcome one of a, our, our common spokespeople on the Spiritual Blessing, uh, Spiritual uh, Breath uh, podcast is Elder Brian Baker, what we call the legend. Come on, y'all are welcome to the podcast. Say hello, Elder. Hello, how y'all doing? All right, he's with us today, and we're expecting to have a great time. If you can give us another 10 minutes of your time, we're going to sit up and see if we can bring something across that will help you to look at things from a different perspective. And for today's message, we're going to deal with, I'm struggling with me. Yeah, I'm struggling with me. I'm not going to be as all churches, all other people. I'm going to be real with me, and hopefully you can be real with you. One of the problems that I think that most of us in our Christian walk um, are failing to identify, that we forgot who we are. We forgot that we are human, flesh and blood. And for some reason, we believe when we got saved, that we catapulted into something extraordinary, something that nothing in the world can touch. And then soon as you go through a trial or tribulation, you've been derailed, defeated, and you fall flat on your face. And then you begin to question God on why would you allow something like this to happen? I thought this, I thought that. The truth of the matter, you came in there with a hidden agenda or without clear uh, perspective of what this Christian walk was all about. For some reason, somebody told you a lie and you believed in it, that when you said you got saved, that you had this free plans to fly around and do everything that you could possibly do. When the truth of the matter, someone should have told you that you become the devil's number one enemy and he's going to do everything he can to kill, steal, and destroy you. First John, I mean, John 10 and 10 tells you exactly that. But for some reason, you all became oblivious to the thought that the devil would attack you on everything that you do. You thought that you would get saved and just coast through the life without doing one thing. I'm here to tell you I'm struggling with that because I don't think that 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 this is a true, true, true representation of what Christianity is. But it seems like I have more trials and tribulation because I have not identified that I'm still flesh and blood dealing with a world that is set up to kill me. What do you think, Elder? That's an awesome I think a lot of reason why we struggle with self or with the me is because as a believer, we haven't really realized it's not me. It's Christ. And not doing no 
rock behind my hand or throwing shade on nobody, but sometimes we struggling with me is because we haven't really truly given ourselves fully to Christ. Wait, 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 wait. So with that being said, giving ourselves fully, we can't even begin to start thinking about giving ourselves fully until we understand who we are. I don't think we understand what it means to be a Christian. I mean, I don't know if we need to get the preconcepts of what people have made this up. I think we have to understand this is a personal walk with a personal relationship with God. And if you believe in that, then you should have that desire to commit fully to him. You agree? Truly agree. But, but, but see, here's the thing. Starting off this Christian walk, we never, no one has taken the time to really explain what Christianity or follow of Jesus Christ and the teaching of the biblical principles found in the Bible was really about. What was it there for? I think, and better yet, I know that we're not taking the time for new converts and existing Christians to teach them, hey, in order for you to have this relationship with God, it's going to require much of you. And, and, and another thing, like you said, you can't half-heartedly be with God. You got to either be all the way in or all the way out. There's no halfway in God. People always keep telling people you either, you're straddling the fence. You hear that? No, you're not. you either with God or you're not. You're either with the devil, you're not. There's no bonus in between and there's no crossroad. This is the biggest myth that we've been teaching people and people have been leaning on this because the new saying is God knows my heart. Well, let's just kill that thought. Ezekiel 37 and 20, uh, 30, no, I'm sorry, 36, 20, I think it's 24 through 27. He tells you that I will give you a new heart. And he said, I will put my spirit in it. The only way he's going to know your heart, if he has that spiritual operation, and then Romans 8 and 9 says, if you don't have my spirit, you're not mine. So if you have not dedicated yourself fully to Christ, you are not his. Don't let nobody tell you and don't convince yourself that you are in the right place with God because you are not. So is it safe to say? Go ahead. Is it safe to say those who are struggling with me Mm -hmm. are not here? I would say this. That if you're struggling, that's an opportunity for you to look at your connection, to look at your relationship. I believe if you're struggling in anything, that's an awareness. The Bible says I chastise those I love. Now, I didn't say God didn't love you, but I just said the relationship is not there. Revelation 3 and 20 said, behold, I stand at the door and I knock. If you open, you come in. I believe there's a knocking going on in your struggle. So is the struggling with me a mindset? Very much. Very much a mindset. Because if you know what you know, nobody can persuade you that it's not true. If you know that you're a child of God, it don't matter what I say, you're going to say, that doesn't apply to me. And you should, because it's a personal relationship. Now, if you said that you have the Holy Ghost and you feel, that's between you and your God. I don't care what I say, but I'm going to tell you this. I am a fruit inspector. I need to see the evidence of of this connection. And I'm not talking about y'all speaking in 16 tongues. So don't get that twisted. I'm not talking about that. But I should see the example of Christ in you. And I should be able to have a way that my spirit should bear witness to the truth. If John and Jesus, while in the womb, could bounce, I believe there should be a connection because I should know my brother and sister in Christ. So 
I have a struggle with me because I have not came to the conclusion that I'm willing to give my all to God. Or I'm, I'm, I'm struggling with the fact that I have in my own way given as much as I possibly can give, but I'm not seeing the results of the connection or the relationship. In other words, I'm not seeing God's hand in my thoughts or my way of transitioning. So in that, in that me, that me, I have to come to a mind or come to a decision okay. in my mind that I got to have hide this me behind the cross. That's it. And let me let me stop there. I taught there's two spirits in operation: the spirit of truth and the spirit of error. Whenever you hear me say me, God's not in it. I've always taught that. If you hear me saying me, me, or I, I, God's not in it. He never could never. Because I'm sitting there and I'm giving ownership over me. So I start off by saying there's a struggle with me. So I've separated myself from anything that what God is doing in this hour because I feel that the reflection and the self-evaluation starts first with me in order to receive what God has for me or what God is doing because until I can come to an understanding that I have to do a self-evaluation in me to see if there is a connection if there is a relationship and that the Holy Ghost exists then I need to start all over again because I could just be under the term saved and never entered into salvation and I teach salvation in this effort it may be other ways to this saved just give you the right to connect but salvation is where you went through the deliverance, you went through the acceptance, you went through the acknowledgement, and you have obtained the Holy Ghost. But this effort has to go a little further. So this is like the middle point to your to your success. That's why. So, so, so you saying that save is mm-hmm. preparing the meat to change. That's right. That's it. But salvation means the meat has changed. That has changed, and I'm still progressing. Have to be. I'm still progressing. But because see, that's another thing. Well, see, when we get new converts, that's why I love your analogy of salvation. Right. Because if you teach save to salvation, then you got to teach after connection kingdom principles. That's it. That's it. And all that's So they can maintain it ain't me, but it's the Christ. You know, and, and to add to that, add to that. If you look at this, this is the three-step principle that I teach, and I'll be elaborating more in 2020. You get saved. saved. Goes into salvation. The end result is perfection. We're all striving for perfection. And that area there has the kingdom principles, the kingdom study, the kingdom living, the kingdom uh, objective. All that's between saved and perfection because it's an ongoing process. But again, let's stretch all the way back. Let's get back before saved. The first step is me. You have to look at the struggle within you and get that fixed so that you are ready to take on the act or the commitment of becoming saved and efforts too. That's right. Me has to say, I need to die in myself. I have to die in order to be resurrected in Christ. And as long as I'm struggling with me, I can never reach that objective. I have to say it comes to an end where me has to die and God has to resurrect. Well, church, family, friends, problem. You're in committed relationships in salvation where they're not um, in, in saved or in, in an assembly of group, a group of people where they're not teaching you death, burial, resurrection of Jesus Christ. They're not teaching you that it, uh, the Holy Ghost is needed 
required and necessary for you to achieve certain objectives in life. You'll never be able to get but yay far without God. There are certain things that God has promised you just because you're human. But in order to see the fullness of God, you have to establish the relationship and the connection of the Holy Ghost to move on. Go ahead. Amen. Amen. That's that. See, that's why it's so important. I think that's why the church has drifted. Yeah. We're not teaching. Teaching is more than. Uh, uh, no, no, no. Teach so it can be some interaction, right. some understanding. Right. And it's so important that it's, it's, it's not, we don't have to work to get this thing, but we got to work to keep it. Come on now. And one thing in working to keep it is so important is teaching kingdom principles. You can't teach nobody nothing you don't know. So true. So true. And, and I know y'all sitting there saying, what the keep on saying this kingdom thing. What is that? You're going to have to tune in later for that. Listen, I thank y'all for call, calling in today and history on the podcast. We've been more than happy to talk to you. We've been more about the kingdom uh, concept and principles and all that it, it does and later. But for right now, deal with you. Establish a relationship and the connection that is needed and go forth in the things of God. Again, if you need to talk to me, you'd like to reach out to me, reach me as ApostleJTJohnson at gmail.com. Leave your, your comments, leave your concerns in different podcasts that you may be. And if you need some written material, please let me know. And I'll be more than happy to write up something to help you out. Or if you need to talk, I'll give you my number and we'll talk over that and see if we can help you. But until then, have a great one. And thanks for tuning into the podcast. Have a blessed one.